I saw an online discussion the other day about whether Fox News in America should be banned. And the consensus online was that Fox News was telling lies and therefore ought to be banned. Now, I usually don't participate in these online debates because they're rather pointless, but I, I did point out that the idea that uh, there was facts and, and uh, lies was rather ridiculous. Um, but the overwhelming consensus that came back was that, no, you know, the, these are lies and, and, and that's it. There's, there's facts and there's lies. Now... I was a bit taken aback. Um, this is a, it, I've seen this in other forms um, with atheists. You know, this inability to discuss. It's like, well, this is the fact and that isn't. And we even talk about, or, or they do talk about, fact-checking. You know, that there are facts and there are lies. And facts are determined in accordance with the media and the consensus and not usually with any con you, you, you know, any connection with reality. Then I saw another online, it was just a, a point somebody made online, it was a teacher, and uh, this is again in America, and she said that she'd, um, she'd taken about five weeks or something off school, and while she was off there was a substitute teacher, so when she came back she gave the kids a test, and one of the questions on the test was, are snakes um, herbivores, omnivores, or carnivorous? Carnivores. And the um, majority, vast majority of the kids answered that they, the snakes were herbivores. Now, in her comment, she said, well, this was terrible, and asked them why, and they said that this is what their substitute teacher had told them. And the teacher was a bit, you know, so oh, this is, you know, this is bad. We've got to, you know, they're being taught wrong information. Now, presumably, had the kids all answered that snakes were carnivores, she would have been very pleased with herself. But the reality is, they this wasn't taught in a vacuum. There would have been, you know, any kid knows that snakes, you know, they're poisonous or they kill their prey by strangulation. So it's obvious that if they're killing their prey, they must be carnivores. But there was a mismatch, there was a disconnect, there was an inability of these kids to put the functioning of the, of the animal with the fact that it's a carniv carnivore. And if they're told it's a herbivore, they say it's a herbivore. And even though it doesn't tally with anything else they know, this is how we're teaching kids. This isn't an isolated uh, an isolated incident. This is what we're doing in our schools. We are teaching, there's even, uh, I've seen, you know, teachers say we ought to teach kids fact-checking. Now, this is absurd. We should teach, teach kids how to reason, how to think, how to form logical arguments. And there's a whole generation which is incapable of doing that. And I've seen this for myself. Um, it's almost impossible to have a discussion with an atheist. They won't discuss. They will say that uh, Darwin's um, theory of evolution is correct and turn out some absolute nonsense, 
which wouldn't stand up to scrutiny, but they won't discuss it. If there is what passes for a discussion, it's online, you know, with um, uh, a point here and a point there. You can't have a discussion online, you know, unless it's sort of face-to-face using Zoom or something like that. It's because people just make ridiculous points and then they think, oh, well, that's it, I've made my point. And then if you make a point back, they'll either dismiss it or answer what they want to answer or so on. There's no accountability. If you're face-to-face, there's a kind of accountability which doesn't come with these so-called online discussions. But this is the level we've got to. Um, This is why um, there is such a ridiculous consensus about things that people are totally unable to reason. We, we, this is how we're teaching our kids. We're bringing them up this way. Now, in a way, this was a kind of epiphany for me because I realised that all these uh, ridiculous things I was seeing on the internet and these ridiculous discussions I was seeing all got down to this basic point that People, there's a generation that doesn't see life in terms of discussions and opinions and reasoning. They see things in terms of black and white, in terms of facts and lies and what they think is facts and what they don't agree with is lies. And that's as simple as that. Then there's no discussion involved. I don't think there's really anything we can do about it. It's as if, and this is a common theme that goes through sort of the alternative media, you know, there's the idea of the red pill and the blue pill, you know, from the Matrix. And if you take one, you conform to what you're told and, and so on. And if you take the other, you're always questioning and on the lookout. And I've mentioned this before, but there's the, the so-called Milgram experiment, which was done in the 60s by a bloke called quite obviously Milgram and um, they made a movie out of it called The Experimenter Uh, briefly uh, in Milgram's experiment he had a setup where they take people you know students or people off the street they did it with various kinds of people and they had to sit in front of a panel and there was somebody on the other side of the, the partition who was presumably, it's supposed to be the student, they're actually an actor. And they were told to, pre- to, to ask questions and when the, um, the student got a, a question wrong, they had to press a button which increased an electric shock passed through the, 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 the student. And these electric shocks went from very mild, you know, to, uh, to painful, to severe, and right up to, to, um, to death. And the, um, the question was, how far would people go? And before he'd done experiment, everybody said, well, people are going to stop as soon as you get to sort of pain, you know. Uh, uh, but I think it was a, overall, there was a, a percentage, and I think it's something around 60%, would go, you know, all, all the way to death. Um, it was quite high. These, the actual details can be looked up. But at the end of the, the movie... Um, there's a very interesting uh, monologue, and Milgram, in the you know, as the actor in the, in the movie, he says, "People at an early age 
each make a decision. And the decision is either they're going to conform or they're going to go with their conscience. And if they make the decision to conform, it's very difficult to go back because there's then a whole backlog of incidents and things they've done that they're now accountable for. Now, I would argue that if you don't do that in this life, you do it in the next. This is the day of judgment and this is the heaven or hell that you get sent to. But we're producing a whole generation of conformists. Um, they're so cut off from themselves and from any uh, observation that they can't see that the very traits that they attribute to their so-called, you know, the people they, they disagree with, the so-called liars, that actually their, the traits are more due to them. So they accuse their uh, people they don't like of being Nazis or racists. Uh, but actually, if we look at the so-called woke people, they are the racists. They and their ideas and what they're doing is more synonymous with uh, what Hitler did in his propaganda. Um, than the other side. Um, this is often the case, of course. We see this in individuals. They project their own uh, faults onto the other side. And this is a, when we see it as a group phenomena or when we see it as an individual phenomena, it's very difficult to come to terms with because you always have to second-guess yourself. You know, they're accusing me of being racist well, well am I being racist you know you have to you have to go to a great degree of self-examination and it's a characteristic of these people that they have no self-observation and there's an inability to step back from their own views because there's an inability to step back at all and ask themselves any questions it's just black and white and what they're told is one thing and what they um, and this is what they go with now, of course, sooner or later, reality catches up. Uh, I saw or read an account of somebody who talks about something called the Barzak. Uh, he didn't call it the Barzak, but this is what we call it. It's the area outside of this world where you go after you die and where you wait to come back. The souls will go there. And it's a kind of purgatory, you know, you have to go through a lot of this, let's say it's the crap, you know, that you had to, that you went through in this world and you have to deal with it. And um, he talked about it as falling through the cracks, which I thought was a very good metaphor. You know, the, these things are so inconsistent in themselves that you have to eventually look down and, and, and it's, it's, it's hit, it has to hit you very hard that what you're believing to be true and the reality are inconsistent. So even though you never question it, sooner or later it's going to just hit you. We see this with um, the COVID vaccines. 
of people who were absolutely in favour of the vaccines and went along with it and then realised that they were suffering tremendous side effects or people close to them were suffering side effects or people were dying. And it's sometimes they start to question the whole thing and we've seen, you know, you see this, if you go to the alternative media, you get people who say, oh, I was all in favour of it and so on, but then I started to question it. And once I started to question it, the whole thing fell to pieces. We also see people who have had tremendous side effects, you know, or people who next, who near them have had them and so on. And they say, oh, no, no, this is just um, part of the process. We know this happens and so on. So even with that, they're not going to question their own views. And they will be hit harder. This is how life works. It will throw them something even harder and harder and harder. And the whole consensus of civilization that we have is going to collapse because this is what people have brought in on themselves because they're unable to question things the reality has to come and bite them and when this reality comes of course it hits everybody when it rains everybody gets wet um, if you're in that society and it starts to collapse under the the weight of its own delusions, and you're caught, and you're there. You're going to suffer. It's as simple as that. You're, you're going to suffer. This is why there is a, an alternative, you know, group groups out there, and they're called uh, preppers or things like that. Some of them are a bit extreme. Some of them are a bit ridiculous. Uh, but there's a reality behind it, which is an awareness that the prevailing view is going to fall apart because people will fall through the cracks it has to start come apart it's inconsistent it can't work what's more is that you can't run away you can't run away from the reality of god's existence you can't run away from the reality of your own conscience that's going to come back to to bite you you know, women go out and they get abortions because they want this freedom to choose. Well, in the overwhelming majority of cases when women have abortions, it causes psychological problems and they finish up going on antidepressants. This is covering up the issues that come up. It's, you, you, but you can only do this so far. You can only cover up all this, this crap you know, and it's eventually it's erupts. It's it's like you. This is like an earthquake. The pressure or the pressure builds up and builds up in an earthquake, and eventually the land shifts. And one of the prophecies of the last days, and we're coming to the last days, is an increase in earthquakes and volcanic activity. All this stuff works on a metaphorical level because this is the reality of the fifth dimension. And I've talked about this before and it's on my website. It's, it's difficult to understand. Once you start seeing things in terms of, of metaphor and how there's an interconnection of uh, ideas and forces that have a reality in people's consciousness, and also has a reality in the creation of the world. You start to see how the whole thing hangs together. An example which I've given before is we talk about the subconscious, subconscious, and we know that the subconscious 
influences people at a conscious level without them being aware of it usually and the metaphor is like the deep sea and we talk about being drowning in our emotions and things like this and we, we could go down and explore the depths of our unconscious we talk about if you go down into the sea there's currents in the in, in the the water that can take you and pick you up we talk about being on, on the waves and being engulfed and so on the metaphor is there and it's very real it's not just something we create in our own minds we are well in fact we are created in the image of god so in that sense what we create in our own minds was created as part of the creation because that's where the image of god comes from so when we strip away all of this understanding and we reduce it to a binary yes, no, right, wrong, truth, lies. We're losing thousands and thousands of years of um, spiritual progress. And as I say, this will result in the collapse of society. And we can see it on an individual basis. The games that people play by cutting themselves off from themselves will come account when they they die and i've said this before that the idea of heaven and hell and the atheists will say oh why does god send people to hell god doesn't send people to hell people send themselves to hell because they have to the there's a merging of the conscious mind what they think is their conscious mind and their unconscious and their, their consciousness so, you know, as I say, women have had abortions. They killed a baby. Now, they're then responsible for that. They have to account for that. And they're filled with this tremendous regret as to what they've done. It's an overwhelming regret. They put it off in life by taking antidepressants and all this other stuff. But it comes back to bite them when they die. This is their hell. And at every level, when people go against their own conscience, they go against uh, God and they go against the divine will. This is what happens when they die. You know, there are accounts on YouTube and things like that of people who have been to, to hell, visited people in hell. And the overwhelming thing is there is nobody in hell who thinks they're there unfairly. They all realise exactly why they're there and exactly what's happening to them and why they are accountable and why they are responsible. We have to realise that in this world or we're going to face the consequences in the next. And one of the things in this day and age with the coming of the Antichrist and this topsy-turvy way of looking at things, of course, is that all these people who see things in black and white think that they are on the right path and they are going to heaven and all these renegades are really nazis racists and so on and they're all going to go to hell the reality is the complete opposite the antichrist is pushing uh, an inverted agenda is an antichrist in a way that there's anti-matter everything is upside down everything is topsy-turvy
you for listening. You can email me, phil at graham.net. You can look at my website, philip with one L dot Braham dot net. Braham is B-R-A-H-A-M. And if you send an email, put podcast in the subject so it doesn't get lost. Thank you.